Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. mysterious movie crashes into a lowly, derelict theater. Fans take on podcaster-like life. The Kachat sucks the fun from innocent movies to fuel their need for content and drain the planet of all its fuel. Only two non-teenagers transformed by the movie stand between the audience and a world not brave enough to ask the question, Hey, what's up with cars? Man, Johnny, I was... <laughs> like, when you said, I've got the intro, I expected it to be, I don't know, pretty good but that was pretty good man so uh why why did i say all of that lucas <laughs> first off i'm lucas he's john we do the chat uh but <laughs> that's this that you're listening to you get it right now uh, he said all that because it is of course spookoween uh and for that we thought we'd do something a little different a little special and we watched a show that I'm sure almost none of you know anything about, called Vampires. A show I hope none of you know anything about until now. <laughs> Alright, uh, so, is that this show? Uh, do you want to give a basic rundown of anything about it? Because I got some stuff to say, but, but I want to I see your thoughts and feelings first. First I'll give, like, a basic, basic rundown mm -hmm. of it. It was like a kids, maybe like more geared toward teens since the characters in the show are teens, but it's a show that ran for 13 episodes in the late 90s. I want to say 97 off the top of my head, uh, about four teens who hang out in a junkyard and a magic meteor crashes and bring some cars to life as van pyres. You see the connection now to our show that we do. Uh, but also gives them the powers to transform into vampires, and they fight them. And one of them, the big one's named Dracula, and that's that's really that's that's the long and short of it. Would you say, Johnny? Yep, I got so many questions, so many statements. Let's let's just talk about one interesting little thing. This clearly is supposed to be Power Rangers, right? This is supposed to be Power Rangers. Okay, so like, why did they do all of these things? Why? Yeah. Like, like first, one thing about vampires, you gotta know, it is filled with what is admittedly very early CG, but some of the worst CG graphics I've seen in my lifetime. Uh, you just have to know that uh, it before is. we go any further. Uh, but so yes, John is right. Yeah, it, it follows sort of the formula of Power Rangers and that it's like some teens who transform to fight a villain of the week, but it also seems to like be trying like a little bit to go off the back of Transformers, like a little bit. I could see that. Uh, but I would say, yeah, but I'd say Power Rangers is the more direct comparison. So, uh... I don't know, man. It's a very bad show. It's a very bad show that I wa I've seen all of now. Huh. 
So, we like to make puns on this podcast. What would you say the ratio of puns to not puns in the show is? Like, by not puns, I mean any words that were said that were not in any way connected to a pun. It seemed like at least once per sentence, if not more, there was a car pun of some sort. They weren't good, but they were there. You say a pun related to cars, but one of the main characters is named Van Heel Sing. Yeah, he certainly is named that. His his pun is about Van Helsing, which, okay, so vampires okay in cars, but there's nothing to do with cars in Heel Sing. They... They did explain why he was named that in the first episode, if yep. you caught it. Uh, yeah, it, it's a very big feature part of the episode. It, I mean, no, they they directly say it, but like, I gotta say, there are almost certainly things they directly state in this show that I just, my eyes were too glazed over to notice. But So, uh, let's, before we talk any more about the show, go ahead and give me your rating. <sighs> Lord in heaven, uh... Honestly, John, I cannot justify giving it above a one out of ten. Like, I am a person who is known, I am known amongst my friends a little bit for really enjoying bad movies, you know? I'm very into, like, Troll 2, and the B movie is something I find fantastic. One of my genuine, like, it's because it's bad and fun to watch, but genuinely one of my favorite Batman movies is Batman and Robin with George Clooney. Uh, and here's, I've got something to say about that. So I'll, I'll let you go on first. Yeah. It's because it's bad and campy, but we'll get into it. Uh, I really enjoy watching things that are so bad. They're good. This is not so bad. It's good. It's just bad. And maybe if I was in a big group of people just watching it and having fun, but just watching it by myself was a bit of a chore. And it was just bad, and it looked bad, and the lines were bad, and the characters were bad. And I liked Van right. Van Helsing a little bit. He was kind of weird. You liked fun. Van Helsing? He was weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was very weird. <laughs> At least he was a little interesting from time to time. He was a character that they, like, gave all of the positivity and good attributes to, but they also gave him some negative ones, and they didn't shy away from that. He was a weird hippie man. He was a weird hippie man who lived in a hollowed out (laughs) junk pile, as far as I could tell. Which brings me to the quote from Wikipedia of the day. You don't get to do that. But I got one. Is it about, is it from Wikipedia itself? Yep. Okay, this brings me to the I'm stealing the wiki quote from John segment because I think we have the same one. Uh, this is, of course, on ian.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash van dash pyres under the allies section. You see... Oh, you got it. Yeah, I mean, it's the one that you do. Yep. It's under Van Helsing, uh, right next to it in parentheses, it says, like, you know how in parentheses it'll always say, like, this is the actor who played this. For that little (laughs) section of him, it says, unknown as the character is credited as playing himself, which is true. I did notice that in my yep. watching. In the open- I was very confused. In the opening credit sequence, it would go through and be like, Snap, played by this person. Rev, played by this young woman. 
and then it would say, and Van Helsing as himself. So like, so like, so is like that a person? Is Van Helsing like an actual person who sang with Van Halen? There's no way. Spoiler alert. That's the, that's the, uh, that's why he's named Van Helsing is because the lead singer of Van Halen was sick, I think, and he couldn't sing. So someone was like, oh, what about Van? He'll sing. Yep. <sighs> and while we're here, real quick, I don't know if you noticed this, but Dracula is voiced by Jonathan Davis, who is I much was very mo- curious as to why that voice was super familiar. <laughs> he is much more better known as the lead vocalist for the band Korn. <laughs> yeah. As the lead singer of Korn, voices the antagonist in this very terrible children's show from the late 90s. So that's something. It's something, all right. Yeah. Just like this show. Yeah. All right. Do you want to hear my rating? I gave my rating. It's a one. What's your rating? All right. My rating is a quantum rating. I think this show is both a two and a ten. Okay. Because I think that there is a chance, a very, very small chance, that every single person working on this project was doing everything as this weird, genuine version of hyper-ironic cynicism. I think that every single part of the show could be a critique of every part of that kind of show. They took okay. everything and dialed it way up. All of the campy acting was even more campy. All of the dialogue was even more punny and dumb. And like every single message was somehow more like absurdly direct and also completely confusing and nonsensical. Everything about the show is everything about it is just too much, which leads me to believe that instead of just being a terrible show, this show might be one of the most artistically like coherent and absurdly like well-crafted pieces I've ever seen of just scathing satire. John, I feel you are talking as as I imagine people who have Stockholm syndrome are talk talk after they are rescued. Lucas, you didn't you didn't watch it right. You got to watch it in the right way. Every time it hurts, it's doing its job. You have to watch it at like 1.75 speed. Well, yeah, I I could, I, yeah. Uh, but like, the way you spoke was like, it can't have been this bad. I can't have spent 13 separate 24-minute viewing sessions of my life on something this bad, so it has to have been genius. See, that's a way you could interpret this. Or you could interpret it as every single thing about this had to be intentionally bad for everything to be this bad. Like, you've seen bad oh. things. You've seen you've seen movies that are just like, oh, well, that wasn't well done or well executed or well planned. But it seems like every single part of the show was designed to be too much and bad. I, I, I it's something. I, I, I want to, I, I want to comment on that real quick. I understand what you're saying. 
And actually, that's something that, like, going back to Batman and Robin, actually, real quick, that's the way I prefer to watch Batman and Robin. It is so over the top that it feels like a Batman parody movie. Like, he pulls out the Bat credit card, and that would be so at home in a purposeful Batman parody. Mr. Freeze directs a rendition of I'm Mr. Cold Miser from, I think it's uh, The Year Without a Santa Claus. And like, that is so on the nose parody. Like, that that's why I like Batman and Robin, because it's so silly that, and like, these are intended to be jokes, but they're also intended to be in like a quasi-serious Batman movie. And that's very funny to me. But that's the thing. I think that specific Batman film is actually a good film for what it was supposed to be, just not what people wanted it to be. People didn't want this insanely campy, funny movie that was a little bit of action with, like, Batman on top of it. I think (laughs) as this, like, very funny, comical, campy, cheesy movie, it's great. But this show, it's... I'm not claiming that it is very good at what it's supposed to be. I'm saying that it has to be intentionally too much of what it's supposed to be in every single way. It, again, they just took everything and cranked it way up. Yeah, I, I can see, I can see what you're saying in that it does seem intentionally over the top, but that does not result in it being a good show, even if it is on purpose. Because that's what I'm saying. It's not a good show because it's not supposed to be a good show. It's a 10 because it is what the world needed. It is a scathing criticism. It is a painful show to watch because it's pointing out all of the bad things about an entire genre. It makes you sit through the most extreme bad. It's not so bad it's good. It's so bad because... It's supposed to be bad, and it's so good at being bad. I think this is a very fun way to look at the show. I think almost fairly obviously that was not what they were trying to do. No, yeah, it's it's probably just a terrible, terrible show. Yeah, but it's it's fun to think about it that way. We should talk about the show a little bit. <laughs> We've yeah, yeah. Oh, all that being said, I would be on a show like this in a heartbeat. I mean. Honestly, why not? At least at our current level, uh, like, if I was a big-name actor, I would not. But if they just asked me, Lucas Southworth, random person, I'd be like, you know what? Sure. Why not? I feel like even if I were, like, a big-name actor, I'd probably do this kind of show just so I could have that, like, that Nick Cage hyper-theatrical nature to me of, like, one thing where you can watch me and I'm just nuts. That's All right, fair. let's talk about the show. Who's yes. your favorite character? Because my favorite character, you don't have one. They're all terrible. They're all pretty bad. If I had to pick one, again, it would be Van Helsing. Van Helsing? All right. I, I w- one thing I got to say about Van, at least the teenagers get to transform into their grotesque CG uh, vampire forms. Van has mm-hmm. to stay on screen and try his best to act for the entirety of the show. And I gotta at least yeah. give him that, that he is there attempting to act 
for the whole the whole episode each time, you know? And that's why yeah. I like Van. More at least more than the rest of these children. Alright. I've got my favorite character. It's Automaniac. Oh, Automaniac. Automaniac is one of the, the henchmen of Dracula. There's Dracula, who's the big bad. Carmada, if you will. Sure, they also called them the Track Pack, or the Fang Gang, from time to time. Which, sure. Uh, <laughs> but he has three henchmen. They're Cardaver, who is a hearse. Ambula, who is an ambulance. And Automaniac, who is a clown, who is an ice cream truck. They're all pretty bad, as are all of the characters in the show. Automaniac does cause a worldwide ice age for a while. All it takes is some real good fuel, which he drinks rocket fuel and can freeze the entire world. I'm going to go ahead and say he's probably the most powerful character. I mean, there's also Alucard, who is uh, the son of Dracula, who is supposed like in the very first episode. There is a prophecy of, hey, you don't need to be as worried about Dracula. You need to be worried about Dracula's son. And it's. No, no, you don't, because he's in half of one episode, and he's, like, real, real sad, because it's just like, wait a minute, I was just born, I'm thirsty for fuel, I'm going to hurt people because someone told me to, oh, look, a puppy, and then he dies. Yeah, real quick, we should note that the vampires drink fuel from cars and not blood, I don't think we said that. I don't think we described how any of this really works. There was we don't know a how magic works. comet, and yes. then vampires happened, but also some teenagers were fused with, but not actually fused with, their cars, and they can transform at will unless they can't. There are weird arbitrary times where they can just transform, drive to a place, transform back, and not worry about it, but other times they need to get to their vehicle, which... Yeah, okay. the the, car, the cars that they were transformed, that they were in when they were transformed, are called their carfins, which, of course, is portmanteau of car and coffin, because why wouldn't it be? Uh, and it it is said a few times, like, it's a big crunch that, like, Rev is trapped somewhere and, like, oh, no, she needs to transform back, but she needs her carfin to do so. And then, like, I don't know. Other times they're just like, oh, let's transform so we can get to this concert on time and then transform back and enjoy the concert, even though our carfins aren't here. Yep. They just happened like and they made a point to be like, oh, we have to get the thing to the person in a later episode. So it's like they only broke the rules when it was intentionally unimportant to do so, you know, as if this show was intentional and beautifully made. <sighs> I'm not there yet, uh, but... <laughs> okay, so four teenagers turn into cars. Yes, their names are, and as far as we know, these are their legal names. Uh, they are, because they never at any point state any other name for them. They are Axel, Snap, Nuke, and Rev. <laughs> Which, again, these are what they the characters call each other before the events of the show in which they are transformed into vampires. I guess they're nicknames or I don't know, they're just their names. I can't I don't I don't care. They're their names, sure. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So uh <laughs> what did you think of these teenagers? 
If you had to guess, how old do you think all of these teenagers were? Well, in the canon of the show, they were 15 because they couldn't drive yet, which was hilarious to me, actually. Which brings me to my fun fact of the day. Sure. Did you know Brian Cranston played a character in Power Rangers? I didn't. I didn't watch Power Rangers when I was a kid. That was much more your thing. You want to guess what his his character's name was? Uh, Crying Branston. It was Snizzard. Ah. That explains you know, a few things. Snizzard. Sure. <sighs> you see, I didn't have a good transition for that one. And then I thought about it and I was like, we're never actually going to have a good transition. No, you're for not going to get the transition to that. <laughs> Why nope. would you? So, so I just went for it. I just went for it. All right. So the allies. Van Helsing, Gypsy, and Grease Spot. Yep. Grease Spot is a tricycle. He drives a truck at some point in the show. He does drive a truck, and he's a tricycle. And, like, the vampires get, like, arms, but uh, Grease Spot's just a tricycle with eyes, and he does drive a truck at one point in the show. Grease Spot is a puppy. That's it. Grease Spot's just like their dog, except there was no dog beforehand. So it's not, like, fused with a dog. And also, Greasebot doesn't, like, seem to express any thirst for fuel, because Tricycle, I guess. And also... I think he can be out in the sun. Yeah. Which also, for some reason, the, the vampires, and also the teenagers who have a lot of, like, vampire tendencies, uh, they just turn to rust in the sun? And in the rain. And in the rain. Yeah. Also, I can the, get the rain. I can't get... Why would you turn to rust just by being in the sun? I mean, they're they're vampires still. And that's like a weakness of vampires sometimes. Is rain? Running water is a lot of the times. I'm not sure about rain. So maybe that was just like... They can't cross running water. So maybe that was just the way they adapted like some sort of water weakness. But also, uh, Rev, the... The girl motivator, they call themselves the motivators. The girl motivator is a fire truck and she sprays them with a fire hose a lot and it doesn't like dissolve them. So it's not water. I think it's just rain. That's so weird and specific. It's almost like they're intentionally pointing out something that is an incongruity that like if they were to have been doing that so intentionally would be beautiful in its terribleness. The the first time they Uh. did it, they weren't like, Oh no, rain, our weakness. It just started raining and they're like, oh gosh, what's happening? It burns. So I thought yep. it was acid rain. Like, and they just <laughs> Which in this world, it very well could be. Yeah. Because this world is just, everything is fuel. Yeah. And every setting that isn't a cemetery, the junkyard, or like the one other place they go and are live action for the show is computer-generated and looks dark and spooky. Yeah, and it's weird because sometimes they will mix like real scene, like real-world scenery with the CG, and it's just like, oh, we're gonna have a live-action shot, and then we're gonna have a big shadow, and then we're gonna go over to the CG monster who is creating the shadow, and then they'll like blend those two together, and it gets super weird-looking because they use CG so much. Yeah, l- let me tell you, Have folks. you seen the show But Ugly Martians? I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Somehow this show looks worse than that show. 
and that show intentionally made the characters hideous. Yeah, it's no Toy Story, I'll tell you that. Like, even we have, have talked you seen about the first Toy Story recently, though. I know it's kind of terrifying. I know we have talked about that on the show. I disagree with you mostly because, like, obviously, the recent advances in uh, computer gener- generated animation look a lot better. But I don't know. It looks fine to me. But this looks terrible. It just looks ugly and awful. All the explosions are that like very early CG explosion <laughs> where it everything is in like weird shards, like polygonal shards. I don't know. It's a bad show that we watch. Yeah. We do a lot for you all, huh? So much. We've sacrificed so much for you guys. All right. So what is the motivation of... The motivators. Well, again, they're four teenagers who hang out in a junkyard most of the time, who I think Van employs as mechanics, technically. But we that I don't think that's literally ever stated. It's just an assumption we're supposed to make about these four teenagers uh, and the work they do on cars throughout the series. But I think they just yeah. want to be teenagers and beat up Dracula and his goons. Is like the beginning and end of their motivation and like have cars. But again, they can't drive. They're 15 and they make a point of pointing that out several times, but getting into the flashbacks in like the ninth, it's, it's the episode with Alucard. I think it's the ninth episode where, where Alucard dies. Yes, that sounds right. Cause the 10th episode is the one with the ending that doesn't make any sense. It's, they do this, I think they just didn't film enough to fill the 24-minute time slot. They do, I think I timed a three-minute montage of, like, oh, look, that we're such great right. friends. But, like, we haven't seen many of these scenes yet. Like, it, it showed uh. scenes from upcoming episodes in which they give a present to a child, and Rev is like, I don't know, just standing around laughing that I was like, I have watched all of this within this week. We don't know what's happening here. And it's also wasn't the last episode. I looked it up. It wasn't the last episode they filmed or made. So all I can think was they're like, was the 10th one, the last episode they filmed. Cause that would make sense to me. Which one was the 10th one, man? You, I can't, I can't. The one that had a season finale ending of, Oh, look, all of them are coming back to life and possessing other vehicles, and now the army will go, and then it ends, and that's it. And then the next episode, they're just doing something else. Oh, yeah, I remember one of them had a cliffhanger that they didn't expound upon, but, like, I don't know, it didn't surprise me. (laughs) So I was like, okay, sure, but I didn't pay much attention to it. But, yeah, I don't know. know. John, you know, want to know something about this show that just pissed me off a little bit? Yes. Uh, the vampires and, in fact, the motivators can all fly. Yep, they they are. They have wings and can fly for and therefore reasons. Almost never use their wheels. Their car vampires. That's the that's the concept of the show. Is what if cars were also vampires and teenagers? Mm-hmm. That is it in a sentence. But they don't. They, ugh. They could have just been mechanical vampires and nothing would change. But then you can't can't say vampires. Yeah, and I will say, I told 
I told Johnny this before the show started, and I did just do it. I noticed. I think the biggest thing that this show is going to leave me with, I've been noticing it throughout the week when I have just, you know, in my day-to-day life needed to talk about vampires. I accidentally say vampires instead because it's close enough. And, like, it's close enough that, like, like when I say it to Liz, she doesn't catch it. But I catch it, and it makes me internally very angry for a second. But this show has ruined a word in my vocabulary. Especially seeing for the how it's foreseeable it's, future. It's spooky season, so vampires will be coming up a lot. And Dracula is like an alien car van- vampire. Is he, though? What? Like, that comet comes down. Does it transform just vehicles in that junkyard into vampires and not vampires? Or is the comet carrying him? He does say, like, the people of this planet a lot. I, I don't think he was... He wasn't inside the meteor. I think maybe, like, he was some sort of, I don't know, germ or bacteria or programming or something that was carried by the meteor that like inhabited a car is how i was trying to make sense of this show's lore since they certainly didn't do any of it for me but like for sure they say something along the lines of he has been around for a while and has been betrayed by earth's people before (laughs) they do i didn't catch that it's so weird yeah they're He was, like, cast out from society for some reason, and I don't understand any of it. (sighs) Yeah, it's a bad show, John. For some reason, specifically all of these cars were possessed by, like, their airbags? Yeah, I I looked away for a minute and, like, looked back and there was just, like, a blob swallowing Rev. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that is. (laughs) But... Sure, it was, and then it was revealed later that it was the airbags of the cars, I guess. I guess. <sighs> yeah, it's it's great. Axel, okay. Axel dr- fully drops an engine on Snap at one point in this show. Goes into a depressive episode about it. Yeah, he, he dr- well, here's the thing, he doesn't drop it. A link in the chain breaks in some sort of freak accident that no one could have predicted. And then the engine falls onto Snap and Snap's sprains his ankle. Yeah. Which is not a problem at any point in the episode. Oh yeah, it's never made an issue. But I will say... He becomes the van and is fine. Yeah. They come in and they're like, Axel, that's not enough to hold this engine. It's not safe. So, like, he still does blame himself for, I don't know, fairly reasonable reasons. But then the whole time, even as Axel is like, no, my ankle's, like, pretty much fine. He's like, how can you ever trust me to be your leader again? And literally all three of them are like, Axel, it's literally fine. Snap is And then instead of just saying someone else should be a leader, he just abandons them. He just leaves. Yeah, he doesn't like that up. just give up leadership. He just gives up on everything. Just gives up. <laughs> Which oh, okay, okay, but like also the thing that was unsafe is that it was like two dudes just holding an engine. Like the chain shouldn't have been the problem. 
what should have been the problem is that they were just pulling on the chain. They shouldn't have been strong enough to just hold the chain. Okay. So the thing that happened was the chain broke, which shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have been a thing. And also, he shouldn't just be, like, standing underneath that. If it were to fall, which it shouldn't have for the reason it did, it should have fallen because they were just holding it up. Everything about this was people making bad choices. But, like, the thing that went wrong wasn't anybody's bad choice per se. Yeah. It's a pretty bad show, John. So, let's let's talk about the team dynamics. Axel is the leader, because straight white man. He's the tallest of the white men. I don't know. Nuke. He's not. Nuke's taller than it. Nuke is the tallest. He's the the most attractive of the white men. But he's the most attractive of the white men. Uh, Snap, he is... He's not white, so I guess he can't be the leader. Nuke is tall, and I guess they think he looks kind of like a jock, so they made him the super dumb he one. He farts a lot. Who he farts, farts as he a farts weapon. so much. Not even so much. It's a plot point yep, in, like, two his, episodes, but, like, it's his thing. It It's yeah. his weapon. No, like, they get special things about their vehicles. Axel has flames on his vehicle, so he's the leader. Uh, Snap, he's a van, so, like, there's some weird thing about, like, he's kinda, I don't know, like, the most, what was he his could, he thing? Could he, he could throw hubcaps. He could throw hubcaps. Ah, the hubcaps. Uh, Nuke, his weapon was farting because he was a tow truck, not towing. He had a hook! He, he, he had a, a hook and crane, and his weapon was farting. And then Rev was just straight up a fire truck, meaning should have clearly been the most powerful because, again, like a a Lincoln convertible, uh, just just a van, a, a blue hippie van, uh, a green tow truck, and then a fire truck, the most practical yeah, by far should be the most powerful. She, and she's got a water yeah. gun. Uh, and then, uh, okay, so. So they drink gasoline. That's the whole motivation. The reason Dracula is evil is because he he steals gasoline. That's it. That's it's, it. Yeah, it's not because Dracula he kills people. He 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 takes people under his thrall. He, he like controls, manipulates, and is generally bad to people. But Dracula he he only hurts vehicles when he's like trying to get away from the people stopping him. Like, so otherwise he would just be stealing gas. And he oftentimes tries not to steal gas from vehicles. He just tries to take gas. So, like, his only crime is that he's he's hungry and doesn't have money or a way to get money. Yeah, they just need to go and, like, have a conversation with him. Like, listen, man, you're you're new to our planet, but, like, we can give you fuel if you, like, I don't know, Perform some service for us, and we'll be like all good. And like, you're all powerful, pretty much. So like we'll just be chill and we'll we'll give you fuel. Just just like ask for it. I'm sure people will give you fuel for free. Yeah, you're of like be like just have people like just have people come and visit you and be like, oh, uh if you wanna meet with Dracula, all you gotta do is bring some gas. And you can have a conversation with this 
sentient vehicle. Yeah. People would do that. Scientists would be like, we need to figure out what's going on with this, the first new sentient species we have met. We should keep him alive. That is capable of converting any vehicle into sentience. Which, real quick, he does, like, in two... Why doesn't he just convert all of the cars? Why doesn't he convert all of them? That, that is a question I have had this entire time of just like, okay, so in one episode, you get a super tank and you make him alive and he becomes General Motor and then he just gets a bunch of other tanks. Okay, just keep going. Yeah, just, just keep doing it. Just get a lot more vehicles. Just keep keep on and you're good. And then in another episode, the one with the weird airbags, he just, his his big evil plan is, I'm just going to convert a bunch of vehicles. And it works pretty well. And, yeah. So just do more, Dracula. Just keep, keep on doing that. Or you could even do the thing you did with Alucard and just build some. Because, like, you, you can do that. Just keep going. John. And also... They build a machine that can turn, like, organic life forms into fuel. And then they built it, it gets blown up, and they don't just build another one? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the last episode? The one in which they... I... It, it, it was It was episode 13, I'm pretty sure. So they don't... Uncool fuel, yep. They don't have the chance to do it again. But, like, I'm sure had the show continued, like, every other plot they've had, they'd be like, oh, well, that didn't work. Because the, the, the swarm storm, all you have to do is, like, get a ton of tiny vehicles. Oh, boy. So many of these things. Revel without a car. was Episode 11 was the one where they just had an army and they just could have kept going. John, I... Yes. I think this is a prequel to Cars, and I want to discuss how. Because that's what our show's about. That's how we're justifying doing this, mostly. Time for a not very fun fact of the day. Okay, sure. Walter Emmanuel Jones, the original Black Ranger, he's missing a finger. I say not very fun fact just because, like, he's missing a finger, and I I assume that's something that would probably bother him, but... Yeah, but, like... But, hey, he's missing a finger. It's also interesting, and also he's very capable without that one finger, so... Yeah, it certainly doesn't define him, but... I wouldn't call it fun, but... Yeah, Yeah, you got it. Like, that's the thing. I wouldn't call it a fun fact. It's a fact. Hey, hey, Lucas, remember how I got Bulk and Skulled? That still is just one of the best, best things ever, man. Oh, how the vi- the actors who played the villains from Power Rangers, or not the villains, the bullies from Power Rangers bullied you at Lexington Comic Con a few years ago? Yeah. See, I, I call it Bulk and Skulling because they didn't bully me so much as they did exactly what their characters would have done. In a oh, way yeah. that once I realized it was them, I was so happy that they did. And it was the best because I was walking behind someone. They quickly jump over a wet floor sign that I didn't see. And then I trip over that sign. And then all of a sudden, two jerks are just laughing at me, like in the most like showy, obnoxious way possible. Then I look back and I see Bulk and Skull and I'm just like, oh, this is the best day of my life. And it was so good. It's uh. true. I was there. It was so good. I was dressed like Kid Flash. Or maybe I wasn't. I don't know which day that was. Uh, Cars prequel. Yeah. So, in 
in a few episodes, we have an episode on space. I know this because, I don't know, it's hard to have a good recording schedule. So we've already recorded that episode. But in that episode, we theorize that since we see some beings that are uh, like UFOs, basically, flying saucers that are also sentient, that not only are all the beings on Earth carified in the Carsverse, but across the universe they are, and that it's potentially spread by some sort of planet-to-planet virus. I think the vampire's comet is how that happens. It is a targeted virus that is spreading this disease throughout the galaxy, throughout the universe, and it has just reached Earth in Vampires, and uh, Season 2 of Vampires... Dracula wins. Yeah. That's it. Like the motivators are the the failed rebellion, the failed human rebellion, which and... don't know how they fail. Dracula seems to be very incapable and they seem He's to be very so good at, at defeating it. him even though they never like try to do anything beyond preventing it. Huh. So but like so yeah. It tracks it 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 can it spreads like a virus it can make cars come to life and i imagine of course the vampires look nothing like the cars cars but you know who sort of a little bit looks like the cars cars in that he's just a vehicle with eyes the other cars you're right it's grease spot it's grease spot the car the tricycle but also gypsy who is just a taxi and their whole thing is they don't fight. They don't need combat capabilities. So in peacetimes, maybe these vampires go back down into a normal car form. Maybe. And I don't know. I think I think all the humans in the world get converted to fuel. Were ground into fuel, yep. which is again, they they successfully put a rat in the machine and murder a rat and turn it into specifically high octane fuel the so the we, other I, theory where tracula doesn't win is of course all of the humans in the entire world get fused with cars yes i was going to say even if tracula doesn't win we have car car human uh fusion in this show we have examples of it and the meteor doesn't like explode. It's kept in a weird underground cavern that the vampires and control. And it keeps working. So I don't know. Scientists could go study it. It, it keeps on yes. working because it, ter- it works on the bones or fossilized bones or fossils or whatever that was of a T Rex. And do you know what happens to that T Rex? It gets sunk to the bottom of the ocean at the end of the episode. Is that what you're referring to? Now, I'm referring to the fact that for some reason, this T-Rex, as it just goes about its day in the junkyard, starts becoming a robot. Like, yeah, it becomes mechanical, mechanical parts right. just start flying and adding itself to it. So, like, yes. that so could even be what if... happens. Like, it could be this strange thing where the motivators don't know it yet, but they're going to eventually just be technology one day. Because it slowly turns you into just the car or whatever it is and that's going to happen to the entire world yeah so even if you're not in a car when exposed to it uh 
if you get exposed to it, you slowly start transforming. So yeah, I think this is a pretty, it even lines up with a few things we have said in the past about this, like aspects of it. I'll leave the one that I'm sure you want to say for you, because you were right about a thing. But I'm almost certain we talk about in like the food episode or the fossil fuels episode, how maybe they keep farms of humans that they use uh, to eat or, I don't know, do something with. And if that's the case, they could be doing that to, you know, convert them into fuel. Maybe they mm-hmm. got human farms somewhere that they're grinding into fuel. Which And I'll let you say the, the thing that you're very excited about. I, I'm hoping it's the thing that I'm thinking about. But uh, so in this, in this future in which the human race has been converted to cars, not vampires, just being cars, for some reason the comet's curse no longer affects them during the daytime, and uh, they're just going about their days. They, the, the cars, the motivators, have defeated Dracula at this point. Dracula's, Dracula's done for. You know, you know who sticks around? Cause, cause I think I can think of some some vampires that stick around. Because in the very last episode of the show, Dracula makes some motorcycles into vampires. So <sighs> he certainly does. So this entire world, this this entire world has cars. It's got planes. It's got it's got boats, and it's got motorcycles. And you know what these motorcycles are? The last remaining vestiges of Dracula's track pack. They're vampires. And they're they... roaming the streets just just at at night spooking spooking the kids, draining the fuel. We got vampire you are. motorcycles. If we haven't released the motorcycles episode yet, which I think we actually will have. Again, I'm very confused about where all of our episodes are falling at this point. John does theorize that motorcycles are the vampires of the Carsverse, and man, there were in fact motorcycle vampires in this television show. Absolutely. And I don't think they gave them faces. They didn't. They're just They just gave them like strange decals on the side, and that was it. Oh boy. Yeah, they certainly did. All right. So yeah, this is a prequel to Cars. This is a prequel to Cars. The uh, Lucas's it. theory that uh, some alien disease is being spread throughout the cosmos, it seems to be confirmed. Uh, my theory that yeah. motorcycles are the vampires of this universe, that also is very possible now. Are equally sound theories. <laughs> very, very true. Oh, boy. Confirmed. Confirmed. I have... Just one more thing I want to say about this bad show. Go for it. If you want to watch this show, one way a person could do it is if all of the episodes were uploaded to YouTube. I'm not saying that's the way we did it. But if they were on there, and they are on there, (laughs) we watched them on YouTube, okay? Uh, There would be someone with the username Vampires Vampires. who commented on one of the episode three years ago. And I will admit, this is quite possibly an intentionally weird comment or an intentionally like trolly comment. I couldn't tell you. It probably is, but I'm choosing to believe that it's not. He commented, I really like the animation in this episode. It's smooth and fluid. 
at least for the time, and reminds me of my old pet cat, Bowselbull. I loved that cat. Rip in peace. You will be missed. Rip in peace in peace. Yep. It, it, it does, in fact, say R.I.P. in peace. I didn't just make that up. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know if you have anything else to say about vampires, but I feel like that's a pretty good place to leave it. I have about a thousand things I could still say about vampires, but I think I've just been muttering oh. for the past two hours, so I think it's probably best to leave it there. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad show. Watch it if you want. I don't know. It's a insight into what television was in the late 90s at the very least oh it's so much all right which which brings me to my question from liz oh shoot i didn't have one i'm i'm glad you remembered john's married to a woman named lizzie i'm dating a woman named liz they ask his questions you get it what are the vampire car's weaknesses garlic specific fuel types how do you kill a vampire car stake to the heart crowbar to the engine <laughs> Solid. Okay. Well, we've listed a few, specifically the sun and the rain. Uh, the sun, the rain, but also, we I don't think we saw a single vampire die other than Alucard? Yeah, and I like some of like the tertiary vampires that like track you, like the unnamed army cars that he makes and the unnamed weird airbag army that he makes. Like, die, I guess. But the airbag army comes back. The airbag army does come back, but I think the, the like, army vehicles do technically die from just getting, you know... Blown to smithereens? <laughs> I think they were just all blown up. Yeah, that sounds right. And then, Alucard, do you remember how he was killed? Because it was weird. I don't, actually. Dear old dad tears what I can only think of as, like, a rib off of him. And then he just dies. He just like, oh. oh, oh no, I'm dying. Oh, friends. And that's it. Yeah. like, they, Rev wants to stay by behind to save him. And they're like, no, you gotta go. And then he's just like, oh, friends, I'm dying. Yeah. Oh, no. The, the rest of the motivators are like, no, we literally met this thing 15 minutes ago. We're going to leave. <laughs> they don't do a good this job. This thing has tried to kill us more than it has done anything else. And then they end the episode with Rev saying, you don't forget a friend like him. And then a three minute montage of That's... friendship, none of which was with Alucard. <laughs> none of which includes Alucard and most of which were from future moments in the show that we had no context for. But anyway, back... so weird. One other weakness I do want to point out is there was like a... I can't remember what they're called. The things that you like use on tires that are shaped in like a cross. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That tool, it's shaped like a cross. And at one point, Van, Van Helsing... Van, Van Hilsing, I apologize, gets kidnapped by the vampires and he holds it up. And they do react as if it was, like, a crucifix being held up to, like, normal vampires. So, I don't know. I guess the they're... I, I would assume that means they're also weak to all of, like, the various holy things that vampires are weak to in media, you know? You say that, but... Which is weird. He tries to get married aliens. in an old church, which is hallowed ground, which means 
he wouldn't be able to. Isn't there a thing like if it gets desecrated enough? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know enough about vampire lore to speak too much about this. Uh, who who knows? He does, in fact, try to get married in an old rundown church. You're right. That's that's yep. a bit of a hole. Um, uh, this isn't a weakness, but if you're turning into a vampire, you can be turned back by the power of friendship and regular car fuel, I guess. Oh, yeah. At one point, Nuke does drink accidentally. Was it Dracula's fuel? It was blood Yeah, blue. Dracula, like, said, this is human fuel. This is vampire fuel. And then he just puts the vampire fuel in, which leads me to believe it was just gasoline. And then in his human form, Nuke drinks gasoline and gets like really good at painting and then becomes a bit of a jerk goes on like a weird sugar high crash through the the, the junkyard and then becomes frankenstein's monster for a minute and then he's fine yeah that that was what they were going for they call him nukenstein and then they just give him like some normal not dracula tainted <laughs> fuel he's like oh i'm Still a vampire, I guess, but like the cool kind that the rest of the motor va- the cool kind I already was. Are they vampires? I think they are, because they can't go out in the sun, the rain hurts them like the vampire, the other vampires. I think, I think it's like Danny Phantom, you know? He's a ghost and a human? Yeah, he can transform in between them. They could transform into vampires, but they were but also still human. The vampires had fangs and... The not vampire motivators had like think plates over their mouths. Maybe that was to not show their spooky fangs to show they were good guys. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. This show they did was also super require weird. fuel. They did, they and they were like, in, like thirsting fuel for fuel. They like must have fuel. <sighs> he who controls the fuel shall rule. But also, there were just regular cars that were like just cars. Yeah, cars. Also, cars. you could be inside of a vehicle when it transforms and the inside doesn't transform? That's just something that yeah. happens in this show. So that could lead lend something to squishy bit theory, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Also, one only other thing that really I want to point out is that their fingers turn into car keys. Yep. When they want to transform. And also, I think just at will, if they want their fingers to be car keys. They mm-hmm. just turn into them. Which so, when they are I don't know. with when they're in car form, they're not keys. They transform into keys and then they say mission ignition and then they transform into mission cars ignition without keys for fingers. So for some reason, they have to just go through this weird middle stage of having one key finger and then they become a car. Slash plane. Slash yeah. Everything else. They don't drive. That would would that's what would have made it interesting. Their cars. Ah oh, gosh, that bothers me so much. About they do this. drive, they but they never everywhere. show them driving. And then they're yes, like weird I think bits it would have... where they're about to die because they're falling. And they could just like not worry because they can fly. I honestly think the reason they didn't do it is because it's easier to animate flying because they're just moving across the screen. And the way they sort of like move on the ground is they basically roller skate mm-hmm. on their wheel feet. 
which looked, I'm not going to say good, but like interesting at the very Mm -hmm. least. It was an interesting way to have a character move, and they didn't do it because they could just fly everywhere, and that's all they did. I think that's. I don't why want to talk the, about this show anymore. I think that's why they had the plates over the mouths too, so they didn't have to animate the mouth. Oh yeah, when they were because they talked a lot when they were cars. So, yeah. yeah, it was a bad show. It was a bad show. I wouldn't recommend watching it, but watch it if you want. Yeah, it's it's oh boy. If you do watch it, I think it's a lot more interesting if you watch it at like. 1.5 to 1.75 speed. I would also recommend watching it. If you're going to watch it, like watch it in like a group setting where you can all sit around and like make jokes and make fun of it. Like watching it by yourself when you could be playing Fire Emblem Three Houses and it's like just right there. Yep. It made me very upset <laughs> I'm... that I was doing this instead of that. There was a point in time in which I kept thinking to myself, I'm doing I'm watching this show instead of doing anything else. I work 40 hours a week and then I've got like a good 3 hours of like I could work on projects or play games outside of work before I get real tired and I'm going to be watching this show. Yeah. It it th- that was exactly my thought process is I only have x amount of free time hours and this is how I'm spending them. So yeah, do it in like a fun way. More fun than that. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It's a cool thing that you did. I appreciate it. I'm sure John does too. Yeah. Also, just a, just a warning. Don't make it a drinking game. You will die. You will die. Especially if car puns. It's like, one more last reference to Batman and Robin. It's like uh, Mr. Freeze ice puns turned up a little. And that's saying something. Not even... Like a little, it's it they, it's every single line of dialogue. I'm pretty sure there's one pun per sentence for every of the motivators. Yeah. Also, Van Helsing ends every sentence with amigos. But I literally have to stop talking about this. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, follow us on stuff. Everything. Uh, Twitter. Please email us with any corrections. Anything you want to say. Tell us if you watch the show, and uh, we will send back an apology. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, com- we'll commiserate. We'll apologize. Uh, our Twitter is at the kachat. Our email is thekachat at gmail dot com. Right until until next time. Remember to uh, float like a Cadillac and sting like a Beamer. Beep, 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 beep. Good Halloween spooktacular. Tiny robot armies take-